Hey guys, welcome to the Pondry Nerdcast sponsored by Gaming Rebellion. This is episode 10 of our nice little show here. And, uh, you know, with me tonight is Nate Rowe. Yo. And Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. And I am, of course, Lance John, um, the maniac. You know, I, I think the spinning logo behind us is model off my hair. Because I'm trying to get some spikes going, but it's not really working very well for me right now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> trying to get some spikes going. Just you'll be you'll be bl- black Goku. Goku. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can just go into random stores and just yell like, <laughs> like what are you doing? I'm powering up, man. Leave me alone. It's like, like, um, but yeah. Anyway, let's uh, start off with our first uh, topic of the evening. I pro- I would say the biggest topic of the evening um it's fallout 4 and um you know if you have played any of the fallout games then and you're a big fan of it then this is probably a big treat for anybody who is a big fan of this particular franchise um and because uh, last week when we spoke on when we were talking on a show about our e3 um you know coverage that we did the pre-coverage i should say um, we, we mentioned that Bethesda will be prevent, uh, presenting for the first time in, e3, in E3 history to um, to us, the masses. And they just like recently just dropped a trailer. And it was like, here you go. Three minutes of fun. And I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting the way that they did it because, um, you know, they, they said the the day before they put up this website that was like 24-hour countdown to something and we can only assume it was going to be fallout obviously it had the please stand by and kind of the static etv type deal and uh, then you know the next day i'm thinking i i was thinking in my head that we're going to get a 30 second little teaser that's something to the effect of you know you will hear the old music in the background will you know we might have some dark ominous voice saying something but maybe we'll see a shot of the wasteland but nothing like this was three minutes of solid like in-game footage and um that really really got my hopes up for it at least for it being way more ready than uh we might have thought like a few days ago like a week ago if you had asked me, you know, yeah, they're going to announce Fallout 4 when you think the date's going to be, I would have put it off way into the following of next year. You know what I mean? Um, right, yeah. But with that much gameplay being shown, it's rumored that it, we could possibly see that in 2015. So that's what's got me so so excited right there. And, like, there's so many discussions I see happening around the trailer alone, like, they're like, a half an hour breakdown of the trailer. This means this, that means that, and Easter eggs and all this other stuff. People are very excited about this, and it definitely, I feel like uh, Bethesda co-opted E3 in a way, and just like, you know, boom, here you go. We're first to the party. And I was like, Jesus. And But it just leads, it actually makes me more excited, because now I really want to see what else they're going to talk about at E3. Like, they're showing us this, and uh, I believe there's a pre-order. You can actually pre-order the game now for, I think, all the consoles, right? If I'm not mistaken. Um, I I couldn't even tell you. I haven't been on PlayStation Store, but I would assume that very soon, if you can pre-order it right now, there's really no point because you don't have a date to it. Right. Like, if you go and pre-order it right now, well, as of today, which is Thursday, this doesn't this won't go up till Monday, but. Um, 
you know, once that once that pre-order date gets set, at least you can have a better gauge of how long your money is going to be tied up for. Yeah, like, I would strongly not in. I would strongly urge no one to pre-order something that is so far off. We have no idea, right? Because <laughs> like, there there is no other information in the game besides just some you know really good scenery like i would say like this is a really big bump in the graphics too like a huge bump like it's like because i mean the other ones wasn't bad but it just looks so much more vibrant and colorful and just interesting like the entire the entirety of it all just looks really good and it looks this looks like in-game this is in-game engine if i'm not mistaken right what they're showing off yeah everything um with the fallout 4 as far as we know i mean we can only assume that it's all in game engine it's definitely not quality enough to be some cgi crazy trailer you know what i mean so my take on it is it's all in game engine and if it is all in game engine kind of like i said you know it's that's uh, a way better uh it's a way better gauge as to a timetable that we're going to see on it and like i said i'm I'm really thinking it's going to be 2015 so you think it's going to drop this year yeah, I think they're going to, I mean, with, with a trailer that's three minutes long, that's that substantial, Yeah, something something tells me they're going to come out to the show and they're going to say, you know, you can get it this time of year, and I would even, there's a rumor going around, um, I would even go so far as to say they say, you can get it this date, and oh, by the way, there's a, you know, 30-minute demo online right now, you can go yeah. try it, uh, which would be freaking awesome, so yeah, even if... Yeah, even if it's only like running around the first little vault that you start out in and go talk to people and figure out, you know, like make a character and, you know, this, that, and the other, it'd still be cool. So, I don't know. That would we'll be cool. Like, and it'd be cool if you could create your character and, like, when you actually get the game, you can take that character into the game, you know, like, it's like some something substantial, you know? Actually, well, I will go ahead and say the trend in the gaming industry is that's that usually never happens. Usually, yeah. like, and I can just say from recently, like with Destiny, um, and there was another, uh, there was another game that that it, that it did that to me as well. Um, but yeah, uh, like I with Destiny specifically, I played Alpha and Beta, and and then you know obviously the regular game when it came out, and uh, nothing carried over. Like Alpha didn't carry over to Beta, Beta didn't carry over to regular game. <laughs> it was really disappointing because I put a lot of hours into that Beta. On <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> And uh, nothing. Like, had to start all over when it came out. But, yeah. Ah, that sucks, man. Um, uh, that, you know, I'd uh, still I'd still be fun to play, though. Like, that demo, I'd still I'd still oh, be yeah. happy to play 30 minutes and then have to redo it later on. That'd be... That'd man, be listen, I'm going to get it on PC if there's a demo and also Xbox. Just, <laughs> just like, and then, like, streaming boat and just do comparison or some nonsense or whatever. But then again, it's just a demo. So, it doesn't really make no sense to do a comparison for that type of, you know for a demo because it's not the final product um, yeah demos are just slices of games that they just happen to have ready for for public testing you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah. well um hopefully they, it does come out this year but uh speaking of a game that some i would say some people i know might i've been waiting for it um the creator of um uh what's the name of the damn game can't remember now i'm blurring a blank you know the guy with the blue suit and he shoots things out his hands mega man yeah <laughs> oh so, I see mighty number nine yeah mighty number nine um 
Now, the guy who created it, I, I, I do not remember his name. I completely, I think it's Kenji Infui. Infui? I, I, I could be wrong about that. Do not quote me on that, please. Um, but yeah, he left the company that um, that published uh, Mega Man and struck that on his own to create Mighty Number no. Nine, and he did that through Kickstarter, which got was very successfully funded. And finally, there's a trailer with gameplay. And an actually announced date for the game itself, and you can pre-order it on Steam for twenty bucks right now, um, which is I think awesome, you know. And um, the trailer itself is about a minute and twenty seconds long. It does show you, uh, you know, substantial gameplay. It looks a lot like what we remember in Mega Man. There's really no big difference besides like a graphical, um, uh, like a graphical bump in everything. And it looks, but it looks pretty good though. Like the trailer itself, I think they released a 720p 60 frame per second one, so it, it looks really smooth, very nice. Um, and you know, it has the same mechanics of you destroy the enemy, you get their power in some way, and then you go and you fight the next person, and blah blah blah, and stuff like that. So it definitely is all that. Um, have you guys heard about Mighty Number no. Nine or even care? Like it's even around? I, I've heard of it. It, it looks fun, but. Yeah, when I first saw it, I said, "Oh, it's just looks like Mega Man." <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 a it's a, like a successor to Mega Man, you know, like. But a hyped up version of Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I remember when this Kickstarter first came out, and when this guy first started trying to get pledges, like he hit his pledge goal quick, like really quick yeah. people wanted to see you know, an updated version of Mega Man, but something that wasn't Mega Man, basically. Right. Uh, and I think this is like, I'm not even into 2D side-scrollers, uh, but this one looks fun. It looks fun. Like, they, it looks like they took all the mechanics of Mega Man that uh, I'm sure that difficulty is probably still going to be there, at least in doses, um, you know, but they added all this flashiness, all this hmm. hundred points, hundred points, hundred points, and, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, all the big explosions and all this, you know, so yeah, like it looks awesome. Like as somebody who doesn't even play 2d games, it looks like it could be great. Like that, that looks like it. it do we know what consoles coming? That's coming to, because, um, is it just steam? It doesn't I, it, like from what I understand. I think they say it's supposed to come out for all consoles under the independent umbrella. So I'm guessing you'll be able to download it through any store. You know, okay. Because it's I was thinking, you know, that would be an awesome 3ds game. If they oh could, my god! I, I yes, wonder, it would. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if they would even <laughs> even be able to put like a 3D value right. to it, or yeah, whatever. It, it yeah. would look awesome in 3D. Um, I think, cool. yeah, because. You know, I'm I'm happy that he was able to actually get this like funded as quick as it as it did, and now he actually is delivering on it, and you'll be able to get your game when it comes out. Now, um, I never really checked out the Kickstarter itself. I knew about it, but I just figured I'd just wait, and then I'll just you know, and hope I, it got funded, so it didn't need any money from me. So I just I'll just wait till it comes out, then give more money. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be honest, like it's it's. Now that we live in the day and age where we can do DLC, even though I'm somebody that I hate to hear about DLC for a game that before a game comes out or whatever, but this one would actually be kind of cool because it would be like Mega Man, but he'd be able to add another 
nine bosses later on down the road or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah. he can add more content later if he wanted to. I don't know if he has plans to do that or not, but that's pretty that's pretty cool. I just thought about that. Right. I'm sorry. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny when you read the comments about this though. Everybody's complaining that they wish it was sprite based and not three D. What? Come on, man. <laughs> okay. I I don't have a problem with sprites and you know, but I Kind of, I get tired of those games very quickly when I'm playing them. They're not visually appealing for me. Like, and I don't see the point of me having a souped-up computer or even like a you know a PS4 or, a P- or Xbox One that can do all this crazy amazing shit. And it's like, oh, 16-bit, awesome, yay! Well, I mean, to, be, like, to be fair, it it has to go with like the the art design. You know, it has to go with the art direction they're going for. Like. Uh, like, I loved, um, Odin Sphere, and that was, like, 2D with, I guess, sprites, sprites and, yeah. and it looked fantastic. It, like I said, it has to do with, you know, the gameplay and the art direction. That they're going with, yeah. yeah I yeah. think, I think he specifically wanted to make this game look more up-to-date. He wanted to make a Mega Man, but, like I said, that what he's, it's not Mega Man, but it's something that's current it's up to date you know what i mean the graphic graphic wise at least you know what i mean i think he wanted to make something that was more universal nowadays you know what mm, i mean okay. um, i don't and know hey, some, I, I mean um, no i was just sorry i was just saying like uh, some sprite work can be really freaking fantastic like have you ever heard of uh paul robertson the no. sprite artist he did the he did the animations for the scott pilgrim video game oh really okay yeah well yeah. That, that was actually very well done um, yeah, he, check out his work. Uh, it's got amazing stuff on there. So, hmm. yeah, some sprite stuff can be pretty, pretty freaking awesome. But you know, like I said, it depends on the direction of the game that they're going for. So. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I get you. I see what you're saying. Um, but anywho, uh, yeah, Mighty Number no. Nine, September fifteenth. Uh, you know, if you got twenty bones, drop it, get it. You know, whatever makes you happy. Uh, but moving on to our next topic here, uh, this one is Dark Souls Three, an E three reveal rumored that you know will be coming out here. Do you know uh, what do you know about this, uh, Nate? Um, yeah, see, you know, I was kind of even hesitant to put this as a topic because it's like a rumor that we might hear another rumor, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's basically what it is. But I, I'm just such a fan of uh, the series after playing, and I'm a late bloomer. Like I still have not played Demon Souls. Or Dark Souls, and I'm mm. sure anybody that has played that and is listening to this is like, "What? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't play the best games? What?" Are, and and I, I played either. Yeah, I, I haven't played. It. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I played Bloodborne, and I played. Uh, it, I actually played Bloodborne first, and then I played Dark Souls two mm. after the remastered came out on PS4 or whatever. And I loved them. In fact, I loved Dark Souls more than I liked uh, Bloodborne. I felt there were a lot more options in Dark Souls 2 as far as being able to really make a character different. Like, I felt in Bloodborne it was kind of... Didn't really matter where your stats went. It was all slash, slash, slash. And then you would Mm. shoot your gun to stun somebody. And, I mean... I'm sure there's. I'm sure by now people have been able to make some different builds, maybe with some magic and stuff. But right. I don't know. I felt like Dark Souls Two was way. Anyway, all that aside, it just got me really excited because uh, Dark Souls Three comes out. I mean, there's a huge, huge following for the Souls games. Um, so, I mean, this is going to be like Bloodborne was not a pre- was not a um, predecessor to you know Dark Souls. Like it has nothing to do with that. So this one is going to be a, a direct 
you know, uh, threequel, I guess you could say. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I I'm mean, happy. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, if if you know this does come to pass, um, I'd be interested in, you know, to see what they have to say. I've always been intrigued by that by that series. Um, I've never touched it because um, it just looks ridiculously hard, and I don't feel like breaking a keyboard or th- chucking a controller right now. <laughs> and um, but I do enjoy really difficult games. Um, it's very satisfying when you get through like a difficult stage or a boss or something like that. Like it's like yeah, skills or whatever (laughs) yeah no i feel you man i am um and i've said this to a lot of people you know i i was i'm usually the guy that puts it on easy just to play through a game you know what i mean like i have no shame in it i don't care i'll put it on easy and just yeah like i yeah usually life's hard enough right (laughs) life is hard enough we don't need to we don't need to be pulling our hair out when trying to do something we enjoy um yeah but yeah like i mean and i should say this is all the rumor originally started from vg 24 7 um they're saying that that uh bandai namco is gonna announce that and the site goes on to say that uh and i'm reading this from a game spot article uh that we'll have in the description but basically that yeah the the guy who did the other ones has been signed on um He'll be supervising it. He supervised Dark Souls 2. Uh, pretty much the whole team that worked on Dark Souls 2 will be going to work on Dark Souls 3. So, hmm. um, I don't know. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, with Bloodborne being an exclusive to PS4, I'm wondering if somebody's going to try and snatch this up as an exclusive. Um, I don't see why not. I mean, it's a pretty substantial franchise. Uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't go one way or the other. You know how... Oh man, that would create such an uproar. People, <laughs> if one if one generation couldn't get it, like you know, Sony people couldn't get it, or Microsoft people couldn't get it. Ah, uh, that'd be yeah, that'd be kind of crappy. Or maybe like a time what do you call it? Time exclusive? Like ah, for six months you can only get it on that thing. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if they have ties with Sony right now, Sony might be the front runner if that was going down. I mean. With Bloodborne being a Sony exclusive, hmm. you would think that Sony has the front runner seat in trying to snatch it up if that was going to go down that way. But um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, guess we'll see. we shall see what they say. And, uh, you know. Anyway, moving on to the next topic. Uh, just you know, uh, so Steam announced that they're doing refunds for digital games. Now, as we all know, in the if you are a gamer worth your salt, that you've pretty much bought DLC or you've bought um, digital games at some point. Not just in Steam, but like you know, on Xbox Live or P- uh, or the PlayStation Store, or whatever. And the biggest problem, well, I don't know if it's the biggest problem, but for me, in particular, is the biggest problem is like I would buy a game, I never heard of this publisher, or whatever, and it's complete crap. <laughs> you know, and I'm like fuck what do i do with this thing like i just sit here i can't take it back to a store even with stores like i would go buy pc games i remember when gamestop used to sell pc games and i would buy a game for them i was like i didn't like this and i take it back it's like oh did you use the um serial number it's like well yeah how else would i install it like you know they're like oh it's tied to it's tied to your computer now i'm like gotta be kidding me with this shit right (laughs) it's like it's like even though i uninstalled the game and it's no longer on my hard drive anywhere and is removed from whatever account I have it hooked up to it. You know, that was like 
one of my gripes there. But yeah, Steam has come up with this like rundown of what they will refer to as um, refunds, um, and it's quite interesting. Like from I mean, they did refunds before, but it was more of a twenty. You had to hit them back within forty eight hours to get your money back. You know. And now they're saying like it's been extended to like DLCs, but that that forty eight hours window is now applied to that and not applied to the game itself. I think you have, uh, believe, up to two weeks to you know like return a game digitally in some way, and uh, they would like send the money back to your Steam wallet. You know, well they'll uh, send it back to whatever which however you purchased it. If you right. purchase it via debit card, it'll go back to your bank account. If you right. purchase it, yeah. Um, yeah. They said if they can't refund it uh, for some reason, um, there was something to do with it. It'll just automatically go to your Steam wallet if they have a problem going to your bank account or something like that. But yeah, yeah, like they, there's some way you recoup you recoup the costs in in one way or the other. Um, what uh, like who really gets shafted in this? I guess would be the developers because you know, unfortunately, like some some developers, you know, at, at least indie indie makers and stuff, they they make stuff as a passion project, and right. you know, they'll put it up, they'll get it steam, uh, you know, steam lit, and they'll put something up, and somebody will buy it, and even if it's crap. At least that person, you know, gets a little bit of money to then try to get better. You know what I mean? Like he can put a little right. funds into yeah. some of the programs. He can put a little funds here, you know. And now, if somebody has fourteen days to, you know, decide whether or not. Now we should also say they they have fourteen days. You can't play the game for fourteen days. You have right. two hours of two, actual or game. less. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have you just have a fourteen day window. To to you know try for you know less than two hours and if you don't like it you can refund it. Um, that's literally like that. It doesn't have to be anything wrong with your system or anything like that. You can straight up say, I don't like this. I don't I don't like this game. I don't want to play it. You know I played it for an hour. It's not mm. not not fun. I don't want I want my money back. Yeah. They'll give you your money back. And that's what's that that right there with the you know with developers that's got to suck because I, I guarantee you now they're all going to have to be on a fourteen day window of if somebody buys your game today you're not going to get it to uh, you're not going <laughs> to get that purchase until two, <laughs> two weeks, weeks from, from now, now yeah to make sure that they don't refund that shit and even then later down the road you're still going to have to worry about I'm sure I'm sure because there's going to be some kind of refund shit that after the two week shit that that is going to come up I mean it just seems like it's going to put a whole much more on developers it, it might not I mean there there might be I'm sure the guys at Steam are way smarter than I am so maybe they already thought all this through and their shit that I'm not I haven't seen but yeah I would hope that they actually know. had to sit down with the the people who create games for their platform to people to purchase um uh, I mean, for, as a as a buyer, it's like I'm excited. I'm I, I wouldn't say I'm excited. I like that I have that option, um, you know. And I I actually rarely use it. Like where I would refund a digital game that I bought on Steam because usually I do a lot of research and I actually look at gameplay and I you know just make sure I know what I'm buying. But I think it's a good option to have but it's kind of sucky for the developers like nate said uh what do you think Alyssa, about like digital Um, refunds i mean i like the idea that the options out there because there's been times where i'll 
buy a game and I'll be like, oh, I actually don't want to buy this one. Can I just transfer and get a different game? Like, I'm talking about, like, maybe on, like, the eShop on the Wii or the 3DS. Ah, They're okay. like, no, even if you delete the game, you could just re-download it. Like, <laughs> I want to get a different game. But right. Like I, a trade-in, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a trade, but I can understand, like, um, you know, yeah, like you were saying, Nate, about indie de- uh, developers, it's be terrible for like that 14 day you know uh window that you can beat probably beat the game in that time be like okay be it now i'm gonna return it you know and uh get my money back to buy a different game but yeah well i mean i guess that's why they put that two hour thing in there because they were like because i mean they can that steam keeps track of like how long you play each game Mm -hmm. individually like if you go through your library it'll tell you how many hours you played this blah 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 um and I like that they give you two hours. And me personally, because I have a really crappy computer, and uh, <laughs> so sometimes I'll buy games, and it, when I go to play it, you know, it, I got to go mess with settings, and even that, you know, sometimes it's still super laggy, and right. I just can't, you know, what I mean, it's just no fun. And I remember with Witcher Two, if I go click on it now, I I, I forget. I, I believe it's like an hour and seventeen minutes. All that hour and 17 minutes was trying to get it to work. So that's why I'm saying like the two hour thing is kind of cool with me because that's at least like if I hit an hour and a half of trying to get your game to work and it don't work. Yeah, I'm sorry. I want my money back. You know what I mean? And um, so I'm kind of it kind of sucks that I didn't uh, I didn't know you could do that. Like the 48 hour thing. I didn't know that applied back in the day. Otherwise, I probably would have done that on a couple games just because my hardware sucks. But um I, I think it's cool. I like the option. I'm glad that it's there. I'm kind of with you all that, you know, even though I don't think I would use it all the time because I also, if I don't think my computer will run it, I don't, I just don't get it. Right. Even, yeah. even some older games, my my computer has a little bit harder Issue, time. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm with y'all. I don't think I'd use it all the time, but I'm for it. I like the option being there if you need it. I should also mention, like, they do, like, at the end of the list here of the stuff that they list of what they can um refund like they uh you, there are some some movies you can buy on steam which is it's a little weird i know but it's like they do have like a section where it's like little videos and stuff you can buy they don't refund that um if you've been caught by like an anti-cheat system in a game you can't refund the game um and uh, also you, you know you can't refund gift because you can buy a game and gift it to a friend of yours on Steam. You can't refund that those either. And um, also, if they f- see that, if they feel that you're abusing the refund system, they will actually ban. They will actually stop offering the refund to you, like refunds to you. So it's like you know, those are the stipulations under that. Um, but everything else is like you know, DLC, the game itself. Uh, it, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool concept. Um, hopefully, the rest of because um, I don't think Xbox Live and um, PlayStation Store does that, right? Like you can't refund digital. Um, no, goods. in fact, they, well, at least on PlayStation, I can't vouch for Xbox because I don't have one right now. But uh, for PlayStation, yeah, it, they are very straight up about all of purchases of final motherfucker. Right? <laughs> it's like well you don't like it, buy oh well. Yeah, <laughs> buy it. Better love it. Uh, stuck with it. Um yeah. and it, that that uh, that's another thing I wanted to say was I'm I'm glad to see something of this nature um at least uh, cuz Steam is always the forerunner. It's like Steam does something and then the consoles will follow suit maybe a year right. later or something. And yeah. um so 
I'm hoping that yeah we see some sort of like I would love a fucking trade system like if they let you one oh. once a year you know you can take a used game that you don't want and trade it for something of equal value compared yeah. to what it's what it's worth on the store you yeah, know what that would be I like super that cool. idea a lot that would be so <laughs> fucking awesome right that'd be you know what super I mean? cool but, that'd be super cool yeah, yeah but I I'm see just, why they can't because that's an exchange of licenses and then somebody's right. got to get paid for something and yeah, it's yeah. yeah so I, I get it why why there's a barrier but. Yeah. At least this is small steps. This is baby steps towards what we'd like to see digitally in the future. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, before I would tell people this, before you buy a game on Steam or anywhere else that, you know, you sell digital games, do your research, please. And, you know, so you know, yeah, okay, I really want to play this game. You know, and if you can find a demo of it, get it first and then, you know, make your purchase or not. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on to some uh, different type of news here. Well, not news, but just more of what we hope for, I guess, this summer or the coming future. What movies would um, we look forward to seeing um, that's coming out soon or whatever? You know, maybe we can enlighten some people about some movies that we haven't really thought of. But uh, I'm going to start off with you, Nate. Like, what are, the mov- what are some of the movies you're looking forward to this uh, coming summer? Well, um, I mean, I got I got three in that's going to be in the description. Three trailers, and they are red band trailers, most of them. So, you know, yeah, no kids, no kids. <laughs> I don't know why a kid would be listening to our podcast anyway. But anyway, um, yeah, like uh, I saw the trailer for American Ultra is what it was called, and by the, when I first read that headline, that the name of that movie, I didn't even know what to expect. Um, <laughs> for some reason i pictured like hulk hogan with a bald eagle on his, <laughs> on his shoulder an american flag in the background you know what i'm saying or something but um this it's actually a movie about this stoner guy who works at a gas station he's like this regular old guy jesse uh eisenberg mm-hmm. uh, who's gonna play lex luther so i guess anyway he he is a sleeper agent for like the FBI or CIA or something. And somebody activates him and he becomes all badass out of nowhere. And, um, so it, it just, it looked really cool. Um, the Ted two looks awesome. I love Ted. Uh, the first one was great. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see Ted too. I, I, can he keep up with the humor, you know, and, and the rate of the first one, who knows? I guess that's, that remains to be seen, but mm. Um, and then a free one that actually anybody that has that uh, can watch Crackle, um, Joe Dirt Two is coming out, and um, that one's going to be completely free if you own something that can have Stream. the app. Yeah, the Crackle app on it. Yeah, you can watch uh, Joe Dirt Two on in July, mid July, I believe. So. His wig in this one looks much more ridiculous than the first one, but well, I still love it. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. funny, right? Because he, like he's gotten older, you know what I mean. Yeah. But he's trying to play the same character in around the same time frame. And I think actually in this one, you see it in the trailer. He actually like goes back in time, right, uh, and stuff like that. So it looks. Like, I mean, it's yeah. It's probably gonna be. They they do bring back in the trailer. Um, I don't know if it's actually in that one. I hope it is. Maybe at the end they do actually bring Christopher Walken back. 
Yeah, and yeah. If he's you remember, it, yeah. yeah, if you remember in the first one, he's this ex mafia guy, mm. right? <laughs> well, in this one, like when he goes back in time, he's still in the mafia. So <laughs> like he's still this crazy killer dude, and yeah. Anyway, he's having like this serious conversation with Joe Dirt and scaring the shit out of him, and yeah, it looks yeah. Uh, it looks good, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it just for that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I doubt it's going to get really, really good laughs. I doubt it's going to be like a, holy shit, you got to go see this movie. Like, I, I doubt it's going to be, because otherwise it'd be in theaters, not Crackle. Right. Yeah. 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 It, but, it, it is a bit of yeah. like straight to stream kind of, yeah. But, but it's, it's still, cool, It'll though. still have its chuckles. It'll still yeah, have its yeah. fucking, you know, uh, Joe Dirt humor and shit. So, yeah. If you like the first one, you'll probably at least get a kick out of the second one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I love the first one. I thought it was freaking hilarious um, uh, movie, in my opinion. Um, and I, I look forward to this one as well. I do have a Roku line around here, so I have Crackle on it. So <laughs> I'll be able to watch it. Um, yeah. Well, uh, let's say, uh, what movies are you looking forward to coming up? Uh, well, as of right now, the only movies I'm really looking forward to this summer are um, Jurassic World. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Jurassic Park movies, even though the last two were, eh, but you know, dinosaurs and the Watch park's finally open. <laughs> they were all great. They were all awesome. Except they were the all great in their own of the way. Parts of the third one. No, <laughs> no, they were all great in their own they were way. All but pretty. The, yes. <laughs> the first one will always be the best, in in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just like I like the dinosaurs, and, <laughs> and I'm just you know, it's like oh, the park's finally open. What's what's gonna happen? It's it's obviously a terrible idea, but you know, it, it has Chris Pratt, you know, Star Lord or Andy. From Parks and Recreation as the main star, Parks so and Parks and Rec. <laughs> how do they like? My my question is, how do they not see shit going wrong? Like you got these huge dinosaurs, and then you make a park out of it. How do they like not see shit going wrong? And I, I get it that in this one they they like genetically modified the dinosaurs one of them, so yeah that, to make so it that, smart i was like what well well yeah but yeah that's what throws me off it's like why would you do would that you, no just, you don't make you would take one, one the, giant one that can eat every last other other one you know what I mean? yeah no you don't make that one the smartest like that can fuck the whole park up you yeah, know like why not make like one of the tiny dinosaurs like the really non-threatening one that eats plants but apparently <laughs> it's not just that could have him as a pet it's not just that, yeah. though. There, there's more than just one smart one, though, apparently, because, yeah. like, in the trailer, we see um, pterodactyls swooping in and, like, picking people up, you know what I mean? Right. And, like, just grabbing them as they're running and stuff. So, yeah. apparently, yeah, like, I don't know how, obviously, something goes wrong so that anarchy breaks loose in the park. Um, and I don't know how that happens, but y you have to, I mean... You don't learn from three mo <laughs> movies worth of disasters. People that died. This is the worst thing you could do but ever. We're still like, gonna do it. We're still gonna get it open. Cause science. Because <laughs> we could do oh, it, and we want. God. People it just like because when I first I first heard, when I first heard the announcement, I was like, okay. Then I saw the trailer. I was like. Why would you? That's no. And then the thing is too. Why would you experiment like with one of the most dangerous dinosaurs that they have? And not, why not a herbivore? Like something that eat plants? Like you know, one of the ones that don't. 
have bloodlust for freaking <laughs> for humans. Like I just that's not cool. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see a stegosaurus go ham on a bush. Like I mean, why not? He could be like, I developed a taste for human. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> maybe maybe there's a reason behind it. Maybe they want to use it as like a weapon for the government or something. Probably, yeah. yeah I, what I've heard in this one is one of the biggest things that they've got going on is that they've mutated a lot of different species together. Like that. Oh yeah, they did. Like, the, going like on. What, what was it? The trice, the Triceratosaurus. Yeah, Triceratops. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like they they melded those two together. So we're gonna see the the Triceratops with the three horns. But we'll also see those huge fins going down the back with the spiky tail. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that is so weird. I don't even know why they did that, but it's like okay. I, I hope they explain it as they were crossbreeding in, in yeah, the power they, cake. They're probably gonna. They're probably refer all back to we made it so that they're not gonna attack. We made it so that they're not gonna go ape shit. And right. obviously they screwed something up because we well, all know <laughs> something goes bad. You yeah. Know? So, so Chris Pratt has to save the day in his Indiana Jones looking gear. I mean, come on. Like, if he had the hat and the whip, he would be freaking Indiana Jones. He should be Indiana Jones. Well, is that like, <laughs> didn't they suggest that he would become, like, the next Indiana Jones? If uh, they there are rumors about that. Yeah, there are rumors about that. Let's like even Spielberg, Steven Spielberg even said, like, yeah, he could be the next Indiana Jones. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, but the other movie I'm hyped for this summer is uh, Ant-Man. Uh which I believe is coming out pretty soon, but I'm just excited for that because I like all the Marvel movies and you know the whole cinematic universe. And mm. you, you I, hope that, <laughs> I hope that that one is just like Guardians of the Galaxy, where I know nothing about it, so I hope it surprises the crap out of me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I barely it, know anything about this particular Ant Man. Like, I only know about like Hank Pym. You know, I don't really, <laughs> I don't know about the uh, this guy. You know. I just find it funny that Paul Rudd is the main star in this movie. It's like, oh, two, you know, first, first Chris Pratt from Parks <laughs> Recreation, and now we have Paul Rudd. Like <laughs> these, you know, unlikely goofy, stars. Yeah, yeah, unlikely, yeah. goofy, you know, comedy, you know, uh, comedy stars that just uh, now they're become action stars. So I'm hoping like Ant Man follows the same, you know, is in like the same. It has the same feel as like Guardians of the Galaxy that it's just ridiculous and over the top and you know just fun. That would be like an opportune time to poke fun at Honey, sh- Honey, We Shrunk the Kids. We, we Shrunk Our <laughs> that Kids. Too. Or <laughs> that would be awesome. Like if they made a reference to that in the movie, I just thought about that. But like, yeah, like no, I'm I'm totally with you. I think they have the opportunity to um, tell a story to people that is kind of abstract and not a lot of people follow Ant Man and uh, yeah. kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody gave two shits about who Guardians of the- unless you were an extreme comic book fan, obviously. Right. Uh, Nobody really knew who the hell Guardians of the Galaxy were until the movie came out, and it blew everybody's mind. Everybody was like, yes, this is like the goofy Star Wars that we've all been wanting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think this one – and, well, now, just to be clear, this is – the story of this takes place back in the 50s. This is supposed to take place back when Captain America is originally being made um, and all that stuff, correct? Like, I just want to – um, about that, Alyssa. I mean, in the trailer, they showed like uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. So 
Yeah, it's, it's been. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure of the time period because they don't really show off a lot of uh, the only technology that you see is like you do see some computer screens, but you can't. I can't really tell like what era they're trying to deal with. It looks modern. Well, it day. definitely wasn't 50s. Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing like I'm seeing flat panel monitors and stuff like that. So I, I don't know because it's a little weird. The, the reason why I say I don't know anything about this particular Ant-Man, I think there's actually three Ant-Men in total, but I could be wrong about that because the only two I know about, the first one is Hank Pym. He's supposed to be one of the original Avengers and he's the one that actually created Ultron. But, you know, movies and stuff now. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, it's, a like, it's a different universe. It's a completely different universe, yeah. And like, But the funny thing is, um, I think most of the Marvel um, movies comes from the ultimate universe of Marvel and in that particular one the Hulk actually eats people and Hank Pym beats his wife <laughs> so yeah. he like, like, didn't he like Hulk hungry Butcher is what he isn't like in the comic. He's married to Wasp. Or? Yeah, Wasp. Like in in yeah. the but in the Ultimate Universe, he is married to Wasp, and he does beat her in that. And I think um, uh, Captain America gives him like the beat him of the beating of his life when he found out that um, Hank Pym was beating his wife. And uh, hey, she, hey, she shouldn't have been rolling around with B. Like, <laughs> like, I found she was, out. She was that, back and then the we- the crazy thing is, then they get back together. I heard later. <laughs> yeah, some. I think he changed or whatever. But I guess you know this particular. I don't think this particular movie is going to touch on that. But um, it, it should be interesting to see uh, how that all plays together. And even if maybe he might show up in the you know Infinite Crisis movie or on a Civil War movie that they're planning. Um, so we'll awesome. we'll see if that happens. Um, with that, der. Any uh, any more movies, Alyssa, uh, that you're looking forward to? Uh, so far, that's all there is for summer movies. I can't really think of any other movies I'm hyped for as mm. of right now. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Except for Star Wars, but well, that's... that's in Christmas. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's that one's an obvious for everyone, right? It's like, yeah, why I will be like, there? Like, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is just, like, above everything on our lists. You know? Yeah, it's like, that's king right now for everything for me. That's, like, how I, how I view it. Um, uh, I would say for me, I'm not sure if this particular movie is coming out this summer, but it's, uh, you remember that story of that little boy who was um, battling cancer and they asked, he made a wish and he wanted to be Batman in real life for a day. And um, the entire, it was Boston, if I'm not mistaken, they all got together and they made his wish come true. And it was just awesome and just a tearjerker. Like, you know, he like he ran to the city with a like a, an adult sized Batman and like, you know, saved the day and, uh, you know, got the girl and the whole nine. And it was just like just heartwarming. Like it, I couldn't, you know, and then I mean, I never saw the entire thing happen. But now there's a movie or a documentary of it coming out. Um, and I, I got to say, I'm I'm in love. I just like I was like, wow, this is just too surreal and just awesome and it's just it's just crazy to me how much people came together just to realize this kid one wish you know i it's so freaking cool you know i i can't i can't wait like i i must see this um i think it took place in san francisco san francisco okay yeah i think so (laughs) is that kid still alive is he still kicking it I believe he still. I think he did his his cancer is remission. I could be wrong about that, but yeah, his um 
I was gonna say, like, I'm totally gonna go to hell for saying, this, <laughs> but, like, it, like, how many people are gonna be pissed if that kid lives? And wow. like, it's like we just wasted all that resources. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe he's still alive. I hope he's still alive. Uh, I'm not, uh, I, I, yeah. But, yeah, don't get don't get me wrong. That that is it, it's a super. I remember when that all that was going down. Yeah. And that is, it sounds like a cool documentary. Um, I yeah. It, it, all the all the human spirit that went into that, you know, just the the time, the effort, just to make this kid's day. Yeah, uh, and his suit was cool too. His suit that he had it was really cool. Makes you believe in humanity just a little bit. You know what I mean? Gives yeah. you a little bit of hope that humanity is not as bad as you think it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it was just awesome. And like, there were tweets from the president. There was tweets from like the the actors who played Batman, just like you know, all supporting him. It was a really, really cool, cool, um, you know, just something really cool. For didn't Christian game. Bale, I, I, maybe I, I could be wrong. Didn't Christian Bale, like, show up and talk to the kid or something? Like, I could have swore it was something uh, like that. I think so, but I'm not entirely sure about that. But, you know, I mean, that's even, that's cool, too. <laughs> you know, but Bat Kid Begins is the uh, the um, feature that's coming out June 26th. <laughs> so, oh, June 26th. Oh, cool. In a couple of weeks. Yay. <laughs> so I will be watching that. Um you know. Is that is that where is that going to? Is that going to theaters? Uh, I believe it's going to be like on iTunes and you know theaters and stuff like that. But they they didn't say like you know how many theaters are going to release it. It, it says in theaters June twenty sixth. Um, it's being released by Warner Brothers. So, um, it yeah I can see just so it'll probably away. be on Netflix by September. Yeah, um, most likely. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. Um, but yeah, the, that's one of the movies I'm looking forward to. The second movie, I, I wasn't looking forward to it until I heard a interview with one of the um, stars from Entourage. Uh, the guy who plays, um, he plays a chubby kid. Uh, I forgot his name. Stretch or something. Turtle? I, yeah, Turtle, that guy. <laughs> and I heard him on Aisha Taylor's podcast, um, Girl and Guy. And I didn't know he was from Brooklyn, and was, he just like his personality, just kind of like, like just the way he talked on the show, and just the way who he is, and just kind of like, hmm. Well, I guess I'm interested in the movie now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, uh, but the trailer itself is actually pretty cool, where it like starts out with the like the main character of a trailer of a movie he's in, <laughs> and then. He's uh, then it like cuts to like you know the entourage crew and everything like that. Um, one thing about the movie that a lot of people don't know about, uh, from the interview that I heard, uh, Turtle, you know, he was fat in the in the original show, right? I think he was like forty pounds heavier, if I'm not mistaken. And the entourage movie is actually set to start two months after the show ended. And the director, he said, like, when he went back to shoot the movie, the director was like, um, you know, could you, like, it like, wouldn't it be cool if you, like, gained the weight back for the movie? And he was like, yeah, that'd be cool, but you got to pay me, like, $100,000 a pound <laughs> to get back to the weight that you want me to be. And I was like, ah, that's really good. You should, if you're going to retire that way, right not, right? To get all the money you need. Because <laughs> you don't know if this movie is actually going to make anything. Uh, but I'm sure it's, like, a lot of... A lot of fans out there will um, dig it, you know. Like I just, I like that backstory, and I think it looks pretty cool. I do like most of the actors that they're showing off in this movie as well, so I think it's gonna be funny. 
Uh, but it's one thing. I'm yeah, I never, to. I never saw the show. Like I never, I know, I know it's an, on HBO, so I need to go back and watch it because I have HBO Go. But yeah, um, yeah, I never watched the show, but I, I do know that it was loosely based around Mark Wahlberg's life. So, yeah. like, uh, there's one trailer where he's kind of. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's kind of like dropping a knowledge bomb on him and stuff like that, and that's mm. kind of supposed to be the play, you know what I mean? I don't know how that happens in the movie or whatever, but yeah, that's supposed to be like the play is like that's it, it you know the the funny part, you know that's it, it was supposed to be based on his life. Stuff, yeah, so and I thought it, that was funny. Yeah, uh, one thing I should mention about the show, but I remember what when I was watching it, they had this running joke where the Aquaman movie was going to be made. Uh, funny enough, it is. In the works to be made, um, but uh, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> but uh, it, the funny the funny part of the the show was they had James Cameron come in and uh, you know say he was he played himself on the show like he he was gonna direct the movie um, and uh, I, I thought it was pretty funny um, I, I don't know if the the actual Aquaman movie is gonna be any good but you know we'll we'll find out I guess we'll see uh, is any, Batman vs Superman this summer. No, it's next summer or spring or something. I, I'm not it's into not that. It's not 2015. Shit. I thought it was 2015. No, nah, 2016. Yeah, it, oh. it, it's just that people just won't shut up about it. Like, how dare they? <laughs> like, they're they're like they are announcing movies one on year the, away on the premise that this movie is going to do well. Right, and I. Honestly, at this point, I want to see them fall on their face. Like, I want, I want Batman and Superman to come out and just be laughable, and <laughs> you know, like, because they're they're trying to they're they're trying to jump in the ring with Marvel, who right. has a substantial film franchise already. They have uh, stories that they've tied together. Um, they have, uh, you know, a schedule planned out as far as, you know, uh, how we're going to see stories evolve and stuff. And DC is trying to throw in with these people. It's like Tyson fighting an infant, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I just it's don't see so how they weird. have the goal to try and set up this kind of schedule. Like, we're going to put out this movie and this movie and, and we're going to have these side projects. And it's like... Dude, just get one movie out and have it be good before you start planning some right. crazy, you know what I mean? I in fact, I I feel like they would almost do better if they only kept this one movie like it the secrecy is already blown on half of it, you know what I mean? But if they much, tried yeah. to make this their baby and then once this is awesome, then they can build off that. But it's like, nope, we're going to try and build while we're still, you know, while the foundation is still kind of cementy and muddy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and try. So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does. Sorry, nerd rant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I think DC, the movie side of them, just, it just feels like me too, me too. Some people would disagree with me, but, you know, and I, I feel they're moving too fast. And I feel like, okay, you should establish. For the general masses out there who don't know much about the characters you're trying to push onto them first, and then we go from there. <laughs> you know, like like Nate said, like put out a movie first. I mean, they put out The Man of Steel, which had mixed results with fans and just people in general. Um, and you know, so it's like you know, it, it, they didn't come out with like a, like there is no hit. For them right now there is no besides you know christopher nolan's batman but that's christopher nolan's batman that's not like dc universe batman that's not like you know what they're pushing now is this 
particular Batman and Batman versus um, Superman, which um, if you guys have been following the all the leaks that's been coming out about um, Suicide Squad, there's like leaks galore of this movie. Uh, you do see Batman show up in that movie, and he's he this particular actor, whoever it is, is wearing the same suit that um, uh, well, it looks like the same suit from the upcoming Batman versus Superman movie. So it seems like they're going forward with that look. Like, they're trying to tie that in, in there somehow. Which is... Oh, is, is Ben Affleck going to be in Suicide Squad? Or? No. That's what I was thinking. It, was it, like, something tells me they're not going to be able to retain Ben Affleck for a series of Batman. No, I, I, I really don't... No, he, it doesn't look like him. From I, I, I think the guy who was in the suit looks like a stunt... Like, you know, a stuntman or whatever. As they didn't really talk about who's playing Batman. I just... We just saw him on the, like, the Joker's car. Like, you know, trying to cut into it somehow or whatever. Um, so I, I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, like I said before, if you want to see a movie about the Suicide Squad or read about it, well, you know, if you want to see a movie, look for uh, um, Attack on Arkham. It's actually really good. It's a DC animated movie, and it's actually pretty bloody, pretty just really nice movie. You should check that out. It's actually very well done. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the show, and um, you know. Just want to remind everybody to, you know, rate and subscribe us on iTunes. Uh, and, you know, we're also on Stitcher. Not on Spotify yet. Apparently, it's pretty difficult to get there. Um, it, you know, but don't forget to check out GameRebellion.com and check out um, all the good articles and, you know, the good people that's there. The community is awesome because that's where the main podcast is as well. You know, and, you know, hit us up there. You know, watch our show. Comment. Do the, you know? Do the damn thing over there, Game Rebellion. Um, but you know, until next time, people. Uh, oh, I should say we will be taking a week off so that everybody can digest E3, which is coming up in what two weeks in a, in a, or a week or so. Yeah, yeah it's so like, uh, it. Well, it it's not uh, like this will go up on Monday, right. and then the following Monday is when E3 will be going on. So, right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be we'll be off that week, so that way the next time we come back, uh, we'll E3 probably again. <laughs> yeah we'll probably be recording on a Thursday, so we won't be able to comment on what happens Friday, but we will be able to talk about you know everything. Right. So. All the all the goodness that's you know coming out of yes, it. yes. Well, I'm sure we have a bunch of nerd rage for that one because um, <laughs> yes. you know we'd be like who fucked up and who didn't. It's like, a, where's why? this game? Why haven't they shown it? Yet? <laughs> like, where's Last Guardian? <laughs> like, exactly. Oh no, that that again. I think my heart hurt now. I just don't know. <laughs> that's how I feel about Last Guardian because I did enjoy their last game, but yeah. Anyway, folks, until next time, we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Later. Bye, guys.